three movies since our one movie leaves as we watch three tags. One, from this year. It just came out. It's got a whole bunch of famous people in it. Two, from 1982, starring Robert Carradine and Linda Hamilton. And three, starring a bunch of Japanese people, as far as I can tell. All today's second deal of the where we watch two movies normally and uh, with the same title and try to figure out which one needs to have the title change. But this time, thanks to uh, whatever reason that they've decided, we've got three movies to choose from. My name is Robert Rao, and joining me today is... Herman Omega Prime Davis. I've waited three, four weeks for this one, because Herman was like all wishy-washy <laughs> about about getting uh, the new Stubbs Pass. Yes. Because A-list, yeah, I'm an A-list in that. Yeah, they they now have <laughs> they've got a third level for AMC just in case you didn't feel special enough for mm-hmm. getting a normal rewards package that they have. They now have a new tier that is set up in order to fight Movie Pass, which may or may not work. But Herman, uh, smartly so because AMC is not going to get around. Uh, get a, um, there's not there. You don't see AMC closing around here anytime soon, no. except maybe the O'Neill location. Okay, I give you I that. Still, <laughs> I still feel that place is on the verge of closing at any moment, which means this A-list thing is only good for the uh, the mall. But that's okay. That's fine because yeah. because uh, the, the the both of these passes, I have movie pass. Herman has the A-list pass, so it lets us see things that are in theaters for a lot less than what we would normally charge. Now, uh, since you did this, Herman, did you uh, buy any other accoutrement with what you had? Did you go and get some popcorn, something to drink? Actually, no, I did not. I actually walked out to Starbucks and got a coffee and a brownie from Starbucks. Oh. Since I knew I could come right back into the theater with no problem. Right. Um, in the future, I probably would be more um, partaking into getting uh, some popcorn or some nachos. Actually, nope. I like the chicken the chicken tenders and fries over oh, there. It's Jesus, pretty good. Really? Yeah, uh, you don't like that? Okay. No, they bake it. Ugh, no, who wants that? But bake is is healthier for you, right? No, it, oh, nothing you eat from there is, <laughs> is healthy. Let's start that right off the bat. Really? Nothing is nothing is healthy, so mm. it doesn't matter. Okay, celebrities the only place that can get my money when it comes to uh, snacks because they've got the Cheeto popcorn thing. That's yeah, great. okay, okay. And uh, I don't I don't drink soda anymore, so it feels weird. To just buy the candy and not drink anything, instead getting like a six dollar water. So it's not there. There's no incentive yet for me to go and get anything well, food welcome wise. To, welcome to my club. But so what I come up to do, I just get the courtesy cups. Yeah, and I I fill it up with water before I walk in the theater, and I usually just <laughs> sit throughout the throughout the whole day. I I just don't I don't like drinking soft drinks too much. No, you know? no, who do, you shouldn't, especially yeah. the sizes that they have there. Yeah. But uh, the first film that we are uh, going to be talking about today is the tag that's out in theaters that has Jeremy Renner in it. It also has. John John Ham, Hannibal Burris, uh, Nard Dog is uh, he's Andy Bernard. He actually calls John Krasinski Nard Dog. Ed, Ed Helms, Ed Helms, and Jake, Jake Johnson. Yeah, he's in New Girl. He's in other things. He's going to be in the Spider Verse films as well. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the Spider Man in the Spider Verse. He's the older one of, oh, of the bunch. Okay, so he's uh, he's going to be mentoring Miles Morales. Yeah, and everything. That, that's okay. that's where they're going for it. And if you haven't seen the trailer, considering this is probably the only one that will have a trailer, uh, we're going to go ahead and play this for you right now. Susan, 
You take Jerry to be your husband. What's the difference between Episcopalian and Lutheran? Episcopalians don't eat fish. That's pescatarian. That's not a religion. They're all fanatics. I don't know. You, you may kiss the bride. <laughs> I love you. What's going on here? Our group of friends has been playing the same game of tag for 30 years. What? For the entire month of May, every year we play tag. You never know when someone's gonna pop up. Congratulations, buddy. You're in. Doing great, Anna. Tag, you're in. Best that ever played. Okay. <laughs> that's that's how you wanted to come back in this. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was your uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. it might I'm, get it might get better, but I don't think it will. No, no, no. Uh, this film is based on a Wall Street Journal article that was published a few years back about a group of friends that actually have a long-going game of tag. Um, you have one month to where everybody is available for this game. It could be anywhere in the world. But once you're tagged, you're it. You can't just re-tag somebody. And then uh, at the end, whoever is the last one tagged is it for the entire run up until the next month or the next year whenever it comes back around. Uh, that's that's the basis for this movie. They they decided that they're going to play it as close to the be- uh, close to the Wall Street Journal article as possible by including a reporter the entire time following the gang as they're tagging everybody. This is their uh, person that you can use as the naivete for this thing because you need somebody to explain a game of tag for everybody. So that that's what happens. You have uh, John Hamm in the middle of an interview. He is. Uh, uh, the head of a fortune-ish company, you know, like he, he's he's well off enough. Yeah, you see, and then yeah. and then Ed Helms comes by and, in disguise and tags him, and the reporter's like, "Well, this is the story, not this boring company stuff, because who wants to read that in a Wall Street Journal? Yeah, they'd rather read about this tag game that's going on." And so, Andy Bernard's doing the uh, the Blues Brothers. We're getting the band back together thing. And trying to convince everybody to get together because there's one guy in the group that is untaggable. He's never been tagged out of the group, and that's Jeremy Renner's character. And to be fair, and this is giving away the review that I've, uh, for this movie maybe a little bit too early, the movie should have revolved around Jeremy Renner's character more. Just because he's more interesting than the other guys. He's, he's working on levels that the other guys wish that they were working on. Yes. Yeah, and it that. feels and it feels like uh, the the film copped out by the end of it on on whatever grand plan he was thinking <laughs> of. Because the way uh, Andy Bernard's trying to get everybody back in or Ed Helms. Ed Helms is trying to get everybody back into the uh, thing is he says, I've got a fail safe way to stop Jeremy Renner and he says Jer- uh, Jeremy says is he's done. Like, after this year, he's not going to do it anymore. Yeah. So that's what's convincing everybody to come back. So he gets every, all four of the guys, and he gets his wife, uh, played by uh, G, uh, Sasha Barra Cohen's wife. I'm blanking on her name. Yeah, I know you're talking about, though. Yes. <laughs> she she tags along because she enjoys the hunt. Yeah, she's, long- she's very much into it. She's like... Um, a soccer mom for her husband. Like, she root him on everything he does. She even run interference Eisel for Fisher, him. that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, but as the rules stipulate, because they wrote these rules some time ago, no girls allowed. No girls allowed. And and so the, the whole thing revolves around uh, Jeremy Renner's getting married, and they figured that they can get him a lot easier while he's getting married because he'll have his guard down. Yeah. But turns out, 
Yeah, they're they're still playing checkers while he's in 4D t- chess sort of mode. He's there's no stopping him. And some of the better parts of the movie is when they slow it down and you see it through Jeremy Renner's vision, <laughs> very much like what reading a comic of uh, Batman, where he's uh, he's clocking everybody and getting um, getting uh, the, the reality of the surroundings. Now, mm-hmm. did you know going in that Jeremy Renner had two broken arms the entire time during that movie? Not mm. the entire time, most of the time during the movie. No, I did not know that. It, this is very much a Superman with a mustache situation. There uh-huh. were scenes in it where they CGI'd his arms to make it look <laughs> like they moved, but it's tough to tell. Even knowing that going in uh, and paying attention to the movie, he pretty much kept the same stance a lot that 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 was noticeable but when he moved his arms it didn't look like it, it took any bit of uh pressure to do it so he was wearing the jean jacket a lot yes uh there's a scene whenever they're at the aa meeting when you find out jeremy renner's uh, a recovering alcoholic and he falls down uh some a ladder in order to uh evade capture do you remember that scene yeah, I remember. that's the scene where he breaks both of his arms okay he he i think it was like an arm and an elbow like they he goes to the doctor. And he's like, "Yep, they're both fractured." <laughs> and, and he's so, the action star of the, of the click. Yeah, he's so he he keeps his arms to his side, not necessarily in his pockets, but to his side the entire time. And he's always wearing long sleeve shirts as a way to hide both the casts. Is that, he's that wearing. the reason why I'm like you? I felt like they didn't have enough Jeremy Renner in this movie. Yeah, he needed to be the person and, that that's yeah. the star of this thing. And I thought, is that the reason why they he, they didn't? They cut a lot of his scenes because he just couldn't like do. They may they not have cut his scenes. They just uh, they they just decided to focus it around Ed Helms' mm-hmm. his character and create this weird secondary storyline that went nowhere with Rashida Jones, who is an ex flame of both yeah, they, uh, Jake Johnson. They and, really wasted her. Yeah, and John Hamm. Uh, it, it it was supposed to be a distraction technique, so they would have uh, both try to get in bed with her, but then. But but they're not the main characters, it so it's not, weird that they it did it. It was distracting to me for me because I was like distracted, like okay, now what's Rashida Jones? Is she gonna come back into this? Like, what's her angle in this? Like, yeah, I know I know Rashida got more than just you know a side piece, right? You know, but eh. But all we're telling you still doesn't uh, reveal anything big. Uh, you you do get a reveal, and the reveal also seems very out of nowhere as well. Uh, there's supposed to be clues leading up to it, but it's not that interesting no. to where you're like, "Oh, is this what you're doing?" This was uh, this felt like a rewrite. Like they I, had to they had to put it at the end because there was some uh, bigger thing that they had planned for Jeremy Renner's character. Mm-hmm. But since he broke his arms, they decided to go a different that's route. That's why I, that's that's why I say cut scene, but I may, may have meant rewrite because I'm not going to reveal the beginning. But I, I didn't catch no clues until he actually said it. Like, yeah, was there, like, there was what? nothing. There was nothing leading up to this whatsoever, mm-hmm. saying that he that, that this was uh, leading to the direction. But um, at the very end of the movie, you actually get to see real life footage because yeah. uh, whoever was profiling these guys, either it was Wall Street Journal or some other organization, they decided to film a lot of the uh, more covert stuff that happened when they were tagging each other. So they mm-hmm. had one guy that was in the trunk of a car. That he opens up and boom. Then another one dressed up as a mascot didn't. It comes out of nowhere. Their gang was a lot bigger too. Yeah. This gang is a gang of five people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not all with even distinct personalities. It really felt hard to give Hannibal Burris a personality other than he was just a guy who went to a therapy session. That was yeah. all that they had for him. And crack jokes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Well, everybody seemed to be doing that. There yeah. wasn't like any real straight laced person for the entire group. 
but the the actual game looked like they were in the dozens, if not even more. Yeah, they they actually started playing the game. They say like in um in the eighties, so they try to keep the same time frame. Uh, going no. no, no. You think it was old, older than that? No. I, I thought so. It was modern day. Modern day? Yeah, you didn't see all the computers and everything else that was like. Uh, like no, I think they said they started like when they were oh, in grade school. Oh, they just when they kept were, the okay. game going. No, but who? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> no. But uh, it was based on uh, they showed the article too at the end too the 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 real article that that it was preaching. Yeah, it really shouldn't have gone that direction. I this is just a writing technique that a lot of people use as a way to mm-hmm. get everybody into what's happening in the movie because they feel everybody's a bunch of dum dums. But come on. We know the rules of tag. Well, that, that's why watch this movie. I got me got me very nostalgical because not only did they bring up tag, okay, it, it got you very what nostalgical? <laughs> did I say that wrong? Okay, no, continue. Okay, so not only did they bring up a game that we played a lot in the eighties, they also kept the music soundtrack eighty-ish with like a lot of. They um, spent a lot of goddamn money on that music yeah. soundtrack. I, I, I bet. That was also out of nowhere. That they they feel it feels like. That they're covering for something when they they have as many artists as they did. Well, they they this was a, a Suicide Squad move right here. They cover for it like I left out the theater feeling all right about the movie. I mean, I if you if you wasn't plus these kids were too school or too cool to have that kind of soundtrack. Yeah. There, there there wasn't any like none of them were listening to in this. Uh, they didn't have any like uh, color me bad in the soundtrack <laughs> or. Yeah. Or Ice Cube, not Ice uh, Vanilla Ice. I went the wrong uh, uh, Ice, but yeah. But these are ones that when I grew up, th- that's what I listened to. Oh, I wasn't listening to a Tribe Called Quest when I was younger. This was something that you adapted older when you realized that oh, Vanilla Ice isn't the coolest rapper <laughs> in the world. I did listen to it back in the day and a kid. When I was young again, I messed up the hook. Uh huh. Just so I mess, I messed up a purpose so we don't get sued. Oh sure. <laughs> But um, Baron, all right, you got it. Uh, uh, let me call up the dogs here. Yeah, so we're safe, uh, guys. Tango, <laughs> tango. Okay. So no, I left out the movie feeling good, but I, I probably would not have seen this movie if it wasn't for. <laughs> Is there a you. movie you would have seen? I only seen it that- for a movie that we watched <laughs> later on because I was like, I really want to watch this movie because the trailer was nice. But uh-huh. after watching that movie, here. Uh-huh. All right, so. Uh, it, it, out of what we've watched, and this is also going to show my hand for everything else that we've gotten here, this was the only film that we watched that truly was about tag, mm-hmm. tagging things. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the other ones, which we'll cover shortly, uh, do not. But they had the rights to the name first because they are older films. Uh, but whenever you do come around with a new film and it covers a title that of something that existed – it does help to be as on the nose as possible, mm-hmm. and that is exactly what happened. But do you have any alternative titles to this? Yeah, uh, get the gang together again. No, <laughs> too long. <laughs> no, um, I really don't got no other alternative title. For this. I, I do like never been tagged uh, as a way to like a, a parallel a never been uh, kissed situation mm-hmm. because it's all about chasing Jeremy Renner. Like everybody else in this is, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Like they're all after him. I just thought about another song when you say "Touch Me, Tease Me." Did I did I sing that? Was that something that sparked the memory? I don't know why that sparked my head, but yeah, but "Touch Me, Tease Me." All right. Uh, that's sure, my, that's my sure. alternative title for this movie because Jeremy Renner was a tease, 
But he was like, oh, touch me, touch me. But he was just teasing him. No, it was he knew exactly what to do. <laughs> it, it, it was unfair. This guy was in a game where everybody else would, uh, was uh, completely off. Like, they, they did this, and they explained it later, they did this to keep in touch where Jeremy Renner always felt like an outlier of the group because he took it seriously. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it, that should have been the focus to where you find the true meaning of the game, the real reason why everybody's together is to, to, to get, uh, when, once, once you leave your hometown and go somewhere else, you lose track of everybody, but every once in a while you get back together with uh, all the people that you how, once how knew. How good were you in tag? Were you pretty good? No. No? You <laughs> wasn't good? I, I, I was much better in dodgeball. Was, if, was, if we're going for uh, simple games, mm-hmm. dodgeball was the easiest for me to get because I was small and wasn't the main target initially. And would always get down to the final three. Like there was, uh, there was always ways to eventually get me on this. And dodgeball was never like one team versus another team. It was always the coach had a whole bunch of. Uh, we had these uh, uh, foam discs yeah. that they would throw. It wasn't even uh, like your normal ball. I, I was always. But the guy, the guy that did it, uh, was pretty smart. When it, once it got down to a lot of people, like he would throw one up yeah. really high. And and while you were watching that, he like come in with another one right on you. So, so you were trying to. Oh yeah, they, I use discs. We use actually balls. Yeah, right? that's what I was saying. We use we use yeah. uh, foam discs because they were softer. That that was probably a complaint from a previous uh, class than us. Okay, no, but you I'm, know, like when when one kid gets like too many concussions from dodgeball, <laughs> and then they're like, the fun they're, of it, they're five year olds, man. You can't yeah. do that. I I was pretty good in dodgeball, even though my size, I always was a, a big kid, but mm-hmm. I was just really really quick and very good at anticipating what is going to throw the ball at. And right. I used to – I had got them one time, like, they threw the ball. Once you get down to the end, they start throwing the ball over your head to yeah. the other person so the other person can get you. And they did that and ran, and I knew he was going to throw it right at me. Yeah. And I just jumped straight up and actually jumped up the ball. It was like, okay. Right. That was amazing. But, okay. you know. <laughs> and then I came down and got hit with the ball. So Aww. it was a short lived. But I was really good if it, at it. If, it, if, if dodgeball ever involved me throwing the ball, I would not be good at it. This was strictly evasion. That, that's all I was good at. But yeah. I was really good at tag, too, because I, I, hit, I hit good all the time. That I, <laughs> I had to just come out eventually from hiding and stuff, you know? That's more hide-and-seek. Tag was more oh, oh, on the open. Okay. You ever play freeze tag? <laughs> Look, it, 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 there was, if you're going with simple <laughs> games here, there was, this, is, this is all we did. All right? <laughs> so, we did Red Rover. We played football until they took the football away. Then we played football with a tennis ball. Uh, so they even took that away. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 uh, and when you would play tagging, it would just be out in the open. You're not hiding and tagging like like you have in the movie. It's just you you evade the person. That's it. Okay. And that's like you're out in an open field. So you're just running a lot. That's all it is. Like okay. they're they're a lot more complicated in in the rules because it's. A whole world tag thing. Okay, yeah, that's when you got the money. Sure. Okay. All right, so uh, we'll move on from this film and move up to the one that came out in 1982 called Tag, the assassination game starring Linda Hamilton and Robert Carradine. Uh, there might be a trailer for this. We'll leave some spot right now. Now it's time for me to get on the mic and make this tag team party hype. I'm taking it back to the old school because I'm an old fool who's so Show you the way. Ooh, there it is. Let me hear you say. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, 
back, everybody. Okay. <laughs> this this film uh, was written and directed by Nick Castle. What do you think he's known for? Um, the Castle series. <laughs> um, he he directed the last Starfighter. That that's <laughs> that that was like a, one of the big. Uh, his his highest credit on IMDb is the boy who could fly. He wrote oh, like he movie. wrote Escape from New York though. That is, oh. he is uh, uh, considered a. Let's see the director's thing, things he directed are he directed Major Pain. Mm, really okay. <laughs> he's he. It looks like he's had steady work for this, but this is definitely one of those movies that unless you know about it, you're not gonna you're not gonna find it. Mm-hmm. The only spot that it was available was on. YouTube, YouTube and yes, it, and it was a it was a uh, tape burn. It wasn't even like a DVD burn. It even had like the old tape logo out in the front of it. But this whole thing takes place on a campus over what looks like about a week or so. Uh, it, this this game that has been created and is sweeping the nation is called Tag <laughs> the Assassination Game, where they have these uh, encampments set up at each one of the campuses, and whoever's involved has this huge dossier that has been created for everyone. Yeah, profiles and aliases, and like the you have a uh, you have all these shots of them, so you know who you're going after. So everybody in this game is an assassin, and you're uh, you're given or you can buy uh, dart guns, which look like because it's '82, they look like real guns, except they got a, a cushy little dart at the uh, the mm-hmm. edge of it. Yeah, and it, you are it is your job to go around hunting the person that you're supposed to hunt. Once you ca- once you've killed them, they give you a dossier of the next person you kill. And this is meant to eliminate everybody until it gets to the final two. And then they have a big party where a band plays. And a lot more people, <laughs> you find a lot more people participated in the assassination game than you expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, we get to meet our star of this, Linda Hamilton. She is running away from a, a, a perp that is after her. And runs into just one a dorm room where, he fi- where she finds Robert Carradine, who you would best know as... The main nerd from the Revenge of the Nerd series. He is also uh, in lineage of uh, John and David Carradine. David Carradine. He's one of their uh, sons. I forget. Maybe he's their brother. Is that it? Uh, he's a he's a son of um. Yeah. The, he's a son of uh, the the dude from Kung Fu. Yeah, uh, son of John Carradine. Yeah. No, no, John Carradine's the uh, the other one. David okay. Carradine. He is he's the younger half brother David Carradine. Oh, okay. And he he is the uncle to Martha Plimpton. If if you were curious about that, Martha. That, she was in the Goonies. She's uh, also on that show uh, about like rednecks. She's got blonde hair. Okay, then from the Goonies. You, you if you saw her, you'd recognize her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was only two girls: the one with the glasses and one with the blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. Robert Carradine works for a newspaper. And not only sees a scoop, he smells a scoop and something like this, but he also goes wah 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 woom to Linda Hamilton. Uh, you get ages in this of as like nineteen or twenty, but everybody in this film feels at least mid twenties, if not older. Yeah. <laughs> not only by the way they act, but just just their looks. They they have a very mature look about themselves. Uh, we get to meet other members of this uh, assassination game, including a somewhat cameo. By uh, Police Academy's uh, Michael Winslow, yes, who, who who is in this uh, also making dumb noises the whole yeah, time. He got like fifth or sixth bill, so he actually must have. I, I never, never, never really looked up Michael Winslow, but I'm guessing he must have really been tearing up the comedy circuit in the early '80s, uh, late '70s, for him to be 
like that high of a bill because this came out before Police Academy, right? Right, right. His yeah. his his, uh, his deal is he is the guy that makes all the noises. So if you hired him, yeah. you hired him so he can make noises. And he made. <laughs> I mean, he he. It took him a while before he got on screen, and he was only on screen for about a total of fifteen minutes. But he made a lot of noises in those fifteen minutes. I mean, yeah, he was just being, yeah. he was being uh, like that, yeah, the weird, noisy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is, uh, there is one other guy that's involved in this. Name's Lauren Gesh. Uh, we looked him up. He's he's definitely like a B movie actor. He looked like somebody more familiar than I uh, than I remembered. But I this thought you seen the re- the reanimated because I know I'm, I, I had never finished it because uh, the the first time I did it I I got really sick and it may have been from the movie but it was yeah. definitely from spiced rum which is something I'll never well, touch he, again. So. He's a star of the reanimated, so I know yes. a lot of our listeners they like to listen to cult watch cult movies like us a lot, huh? <laughs> well, I didn't say how many listeners we have. I just see a lot of our listeners. Hey, hey Joey, are you listening to this? <laughs> Go watch the Reanimator. <laughs> so, so we know what we're talking about. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. All right, okay. all right. So, Lauren Gesh is the four-time champ of this assassination game going on, and he's in line for his fifth crown, which this doesn't a make college, right? Yeah, this doesn't make very much sense. Unless this isn't done yearly, it's done maybe like uh, every semester. Okay, I can see that. That that would make that would make more sense. You got like uh, a turnover of uh, contestants, and you can. And it doesn't look like this game lasts for very long anyway. You just had the setup more likely. Uh, it looks like the setup took some time. Everybody who's really in the game, it's like the same people that are really into murder mysteries. They dress up. They they uh, they go through the outfits. But this guy's all about the hunt. Um, the main person that's in charge of the assassination game tells him he's like, "Gesh, you got to get like more, like better dressed. You know, you want to get that uh, tuxedo in there, look like James Bond. They even have like a James Bond like opening for this movie, just to give you an idea of what's going on on this. Uh, early on, though, uh, Gesh is hunting his prey, and he is in the shower with his gun, and the guy in the shower accidentally shoots him." By dropping the gun and the trigger goes off and shoots him, he's like, "Oh, you're dead! I beat the four-time champion!" And something in Gesh's head snaps. He's like, "Nobody beats me!" So he starts actually killing people and hiding the bodies. And to everybody else, is like, "Yeah, whatever," because everybody's uh, desensitized by seeing <laughs> all this assassination game stuff going on on campus. Mm-hmm. Definitely, this is uh, a game that would not exist today. There's no way. Yeah. Anybody would be allowed to go around with fake guns. Oh, yeah. I, I thought about that. And, like, this, yeah, just couldn't do it. Cause right. I, I thought about that because as a kid, we played with a lot of fake guns. Yeah. The one that came, uh, cap guns and whatnot and stuff. And I would never, ever buy uh, a kid a cap gun now. No. No. No, that, that's that's trouble. Yeah. Water guns, that's the best way to go because they always look weird. So it doesn't uh, matter. I don't know. For a time, though, when I was a kid, uh, you couldn't even use water guns, you know? No, it's like a little red water gun. That's that. Those you can buy those at a dollar store. Oh, you no talking about, oh those? Oh, okay. I, I'm thinking about the super soakers. Like, oh yeah, the super soakers. Those things will do damage. <laughs> There's ones that you can find on YouTube where the guy's like, I don't know if I can fire this at someone because it might remove their skin. Like he's <laughs> he, he he popped up the the hydraulics on it and shot uh-huh. it at, at somebody. Um, it's that same guy that makes all the uh, the prank stuff on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Do you ever watch his YouTube channel? No. He's an engineer. He's like a NASA engineer, and he's uh, using his powers for YouTube votes. <laughs> using his powers? Yeah. He got it, powers now? Yeah, mental powers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You but... don't consider yourself to have powers? Is there one thing that you've got that nobody else can do? 
Yes, when I leave a room, everybody stops. Everybody stops what? Doing what and does doing. hammer time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, Gash is killing everybody. Linda Hamilton is uh, the only one left. Uh, Robert Carradine is trying to get with her. They eventually get together. They He pines over her. She's like, ooh, get away. I didn't realize this was going to be one of those things. And then, uh, eventually, they're able to stop the guy uh, from killing him. And Robert Carradine and Linda Hamilton fall in love. But end. Yay! Yeah, the, the 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 plot to this is is very simple. But more importantly, this film, uh, if you were to describe this uh, film in one word, probably goofy. Goofy is a good word to explain mm-hmm. it. Like it, it's not even funny. It's just uh, a more heightened sense of reality. One that it's easy to watch if you don't mind watching cheesy '80s action films. But uh, I recently taped. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ooh, why would you do that to yourself? Uh, just because everybody says it's a great movie, and I couldn't get past the first ten minutes of it because everybody in it was acting like weirdos, like just to a point where I couldn't take this. Like I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Last time I watched that, uh, for some reason, me and Hatfield went down to the mansion and watched it. On oh, screen. they. Yeah. I, I think I think they was giving away tickets and. He couldn't. He couldn't get nobody to take the tickets. It was like, hey, you want to go get some? <laughs> want to go play some pool? And is that, then, is that why know. he was at the mansion the other night? <laughs> probably, probably. He's like, come on, there's a spoof night with Mortal Kombat. They're like, yeah. Now he asked me to come. I was like, yeah. Who, who, who's, who's doing it? You know, robber groups. Oh, never mind. Robber groups. I, I can't do it. Robber groups. One word that was surprised, well, well, I'll describe this movie as surprising because out of the three movies, and this is the one that was like a final cut. We almost did not watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed this one the most. Well, of course you did because it's goofy. <laughs> this is this is just this is from the same brain that made Waitress. Yay! Where where they're making dumb jokes the whole time. It's uh, it it's it's just a silly, goofy film. And then they also played the old to. Old classic movies. How? What? What? There's a there's a name for those. What? What is that, Herman? Old movies. Does it make you nostalgialistic? Noir. Noir films. Noir. Noir. Yeah. Yeah. You too. need you need two syllables. That's probably what throwing you off. Yeah, it is noir. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's got that feel. It also has the James Bond feel. She borrowed a line from uh, Casablanca. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you know how to whistle, right? You just put your lips together and blow. Yeah. I was like, are you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. This film is goofy. <laughs> what? Oh, you, now that surprises you? Okay. Yes. All right. The the big issue, though, with the name, though, uh, it, it's an acronym. It's supposed to be The Assassination Game, and it's called TAG. This film is not a game of TAG. No, it's not. It is not. No. Uh, it, 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 if you don't make someone it when you hit them, but... We need to keep the game element involved. And they said the title in the movie. I don't know if you caught it. Gotcha. No. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it was the main guy. Uh, he, uh, or the main, not, it was the main guy that was in control of the game. Uh, where, where uh, when Robert Carradine was like, he's got a real gun. And he's like, why? It's only a game. Oh, really? Yeah, he said it's only a game. I was like, well, it's that's it. That's perfect. Because it's only a game. because if uh, what happened to Gash when it snapped in his head, he's like, I got to win this thing. But it's only a game. That's mm-hmm. how you need to treat this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's it, it, it. It turns into more than just a game. That's why I think that's the title. It should be. It's only a game. Do you have another choice? I mean, Gotcha sound pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I wonder who said that. Was it our third guest over here? Yeah. 
I mean, got you sound like a pretty good. I'm pretty sure there was no movie that involves shooting a fake gun and keeping scores and playing a game called Gotcha. I know there was never a movie like that around. Uh, I'm, te- it, I'm telling just, you, you're you just could, saying that. You could look it up if you want to, but there never was a movie that had somebody. Stars Anthony Edwards and Linda Fiorentino. What? What they, what they <laughs> was hunt, doing in that movie? In which he hunts and is hunted by other students with paint guns. <laughs> what? Even has a person from the uh, Revenge of the Nerds series. You don't see. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've seen this one? Is yeah. that why you're, why you're yeah, saying yeah, this? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why I was messing with people. Oh. I, when I first started watching, I was like, is this Gotcha? I said, it's very it? close. And uh, gotcha came out in later, 80, huh? yeah, 86. I was about to say 86, 85. Okay. It, it, it has uh, a slightly better IMDb rating as a 6.2. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, that's why I was saying it's only a game. I thought I thought it worked better because because of of, of how Gash was treating this more than just a game. So I, that would also work too, more than just a game. Yeah. Like either either one of those work. But we have to get to our final movie of the Yay. night, the one that's available on Netflix. It mm-hmm. is from Japan. This whole time, I just assumed it was from Korea from seeing the the preview. Well, another film with a preview, but um, I don't know what's the point of showing it because it's not going to be in English. But we're going to pause here just in case for station identity. Arigato. Yes. They said Ohio a lot more. Yeah. Like, it that. was more a good morning thing. Yeah. You have uh, your main character in this. Uh, it, well, let's just describe the trailer because this might actually go into the description of, of this podcast because uh, the trailer is the first minute and a half or two minutes of this movie. Yeah. Uh, this is the most infamous scene from it. It's uh, you, you have Mitsuko, who is your main character throughout this entire uh, movie, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's on a bus with a whole bunch of other people, uh, other school kids. They start a pillow fight, as one does, <laughs> yes. on a school bus. Mm-hmm. In the process, her pin gets knocked down. And they're like, oh, sorry. She goes to pick it up. The moment she goes to pick it up, half the bus gets just chopped off in half. It's not decapitated. They get, like, from their torso up is destroyed. She's able to evade this because she was kneeling the whole time. She starts trying to find other people to see if she can survive those. Like, if, if like, hey, watch out, there's this thing coming. And then all of a sudden they get, like, cut in half as well. Uh, this eventually leads her to a school. And she starts saying, wait a minute, was I at this school? This, this happens three more times mm-hmm. where she... Uh, like the first time, she keeps the same identity, but each other time, she's given a new name and a different situation. Sometimes characters come from one section to the next. Uh, this film, if there was a, a a thing that reminded me the most of this, it almost kind of a mix of either Brain Dead, which is one that we watched before. Yes, all right. Where you have uh, Bill Pullman the whole time. You're, he's not sure what's going on. And also, Mother! So another film with an exclamation point. Did you ever see Mother? No, uh, the one that, that it, was it in the plays, woods. Uh, no, the girls no. was lost. Uh, no, okay. No, this is the one with uh, where you had uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and um, uh, Anton Chigurh, who I'm blanking on the guy's name. I know you're talking about somebody. Told me I need to check that movie out. It, it plays like a fever dream. Like both of those, both of those movies have uh, dreamlike qualities in it, uh, mm-hmm. to where 
you're not entirely sure what's going on, and they don't tell you what's going on, and you're assuming it's going to lead to something big, and it turns out it leads to something meh. <laughs> That's basically what happens. This film, I will give it credit, this film, you cannot look away. Mm. There, it, 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 it attacks you without warning. Things happen in this film where you feel like, you've uh, like, oh, well, they're definitely done with this. Like, they're done uh, messing around with you. And it'll go for stretches of, like, 15, 20 minutes where nothing really happens except, like, it's just schoolgirls talking to each other. But in those 15, 20 minutes where nothing's happening, you get the sense that something is about to happen. It's no, like- no, it, 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 I, it doesn't – not really because it gives you a, a sense – that nothing like oh it was just the beginning nothing mm-hmm. else is going to go down well, so or or then then an alligator comes and attacks one the, of them. yeah yeah the woods then yeah. right right so it it does that a lot so you want to pay attention to it uh, just by the time when they had the big reveal it's almost like yeah that's it that's yeah. what you wanted to do with this film no th- this is stupid um, it, it actually would have been better with like a brain dead situation where she's just been kind of like on a a feeding tube and this is just uh images flashing through her through the whole mm-hmm. time like the bus got into a, a school a crash or something and right she was just right her, her brain was trying to piece together the what's, what's going on in her life right now there's a british series called inside number nine uh it is uh, from the guys who did the league of gentlemen and probably some other stuff but it's uh uh they treat it very much like twilight zone um uh where every inside everything takes place yeah it, everything takes place in a flat uh, or the address is nine, so th- that's why they call it inside. But it's a different flat every time, a different place, different location, different uh, surrounding areas. But they prop. There's one episode that I watched that you don't realize is a dream, but it does play into it. And uh, the way once once everything like once everything settles, like you realize what's going on, like oh, that actually plays like a better dream where you're given hints the entire time. But it's a it's a very comedic. Like the the, the idea behind the show is. Like, oh, well, they're just being stupid sort of thing. Um, but it's also incredibly dark at the same time. It's it's a nice mix of if, if you're done watching Black Mirror mm-hmm. and want to move on to something else, this is this is a nice uh, new thing to get on to. But they did a better job when it came to a fever dream than this film did. Is it on Netflix? Uh, no. You have to go to Daily Motion. <laughs> oh, Lord. That is the only place... That has full episodes that you can watch. So I got commercials. Yeah, no, yeah, unless then, unless whatever version you had had commercials. This is uh, did just straight up watched them. Okay, it's not, not anything more than that. Cool. But uh, uh, that was the main issue with the movie itself. The issue with the title is it never explains why it's called Tag. Yeah, I tried. To, I looked up the inspiration of it, and I can't pronounce. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's in Japanese, so I can't pronounce it. Okay. Know? Um, so that didn't help me. So basically, watching the movie, uh, it don't have nothing to do with the American definition of tag. So if if I would have to rename this movie, which is the reason why we do this podcast, I would probably rename it um, like Real Reality. <laughs> you know? No. Yes, real reality. Okay. When naming titles, you don't just say the word over again and then then just make it an an adverb. No. Okay. No. Okay. 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 Reality check. There. I. I was going. I was going. Reality check is fine. That's better. But considering what happens in the first two minutes, I think a good title would be the better half. Oh come on! (laughs) That's, That's crazy. 
especially when she keeps changing identities. And, yeah. and I, I think it leads into um, an explanation, a little bit of an ex, like a, a lead into what, what happens into the rest of the movie until you find out the true motivation. Uh, the, the guy that directed this uh, uh, is known for, he's definitely done a lot of other films, but uh, there was Suicide Club, Why Don't You Play in Hell? Uh-huh. Uh, those are the only ones that look like anything that maybe you might have heard of. These are all Japanese films. He's not known for over here. Mm-hmm. Although this did get picked up by Universal, which is a strange move. For this is the uh, the movie that they decided to pick well, out. Well, the lead the lead uh, actress, the one who played uh, Masuka Mi- Mitsuko Mitsuko. Uh, I I recognize her a little bit from. Um, she doesn't even have an IMDb picture. No, from uh, the Terrace House. Uh-huh. It's a show that comes on, well, I don't know what show come on over there, but it's on Netflix over here. My teenage daughters uh, watch that show. Ah. And she has a big following. She's a model over there, so she has a nice following. I don't know. It's weird she doesn't have an IMD picture, but it, her height is five, six, and a fourth. That's how close they got of her height. <laughs> so there is somebody. Yeah. Going around finding more information about her, but not not enough to where they gave a picture. I'm surprised they don't have a picture because she is a model. Yeah, She's, fine. Yeah, but yeah, but, most of who they include in these films and and uh, you know, like the acting wasn't stupendous in, the, in this in, no. in one bit. Well, she didn't really act. I mean, she just well, kind of rang. Yeah, yeah. She's she was acting surprised the whole time where everybody's pulling her along. But it made more sense as it went long, uh, as the movie went uh, mm-hmm. to where where she was the main focus the entire time. Uh, the the film is is short. We'll give it that. Uh, it does feel like you don't need to pay attention after once the big reveal happens, but uh, some splatter and stuff happens, and it, it looks pretty cool. There's a lot of uh, fan service too going on in it. Um, it's probably the third favorite film of what we watched here today. I'll, uh, I'll go with that. Uh, tag. Uh, it, 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 well, the other two aren't like I don't think there was one that actually jumped ahead of the other one on the other ones. But I get uh, the either the newest film or the Assassination Game. No, Assassination Game number one. <laughs> Assassination Game number one. <laughs> That's new title. Assassination Game number one. Yes, yes. Can't, I can't mess with Linda Hamilton. You know, she was beauty, man. Yes, she was. Yeah, yeah. She lasted a long time for that. Like that show definitely had it. Uh, like she was definitely on for a while. Uh, and that got her her parents on on SNL. Did you ever see that? No. Uh-uh. The um, there's a great uh, sketch. It's tough to find sketches that are older than like more recent ones. But it's a double date that she's doing with her with her uh, best friend and uh, his brother, who's played <laughs> by uh, John Lovitz. And he just looks like a dopey looking guy mm-hmm. trying to like score with this woman. And while while you have uh, Phil Hartman playing the um, the the role of Ron Perlman's character, and he's just being all dashing and stuff with this guy's like, you want some junior mints? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I actually watched that show, man. I was ten years old. Can't believe it. Uh, yeah, it would have not interest me in the in the slightest. It, it there anything with any sort of romantic overtures, even if it's like a cool. Uh, beast-looking monster. That was not enough. I think it had a lot of action in it too, man. The beast, the beast, beast was rolling back then. Okay. Yeah. No, not enough. Okay. Sorry. Ain't gonna sell you on it. Nope. Okay. No problem. No. Is there anything from like the '80s or the '70s TV-wise uh-huh. you're willing to go back and watch that you didn't give a fair shake the first time? Um, the the the, the superhero character you're talking about, the All American Hero, Greatest American Hero. Yeah, yeah, I give that a fair. You watched shake. that? No, I did not. Okay. Um, 
it, it's a very one joke show. Okay. Where the guy doesn't know his powers. I, you have to tell him. You have to give some names on TV show because I can't think of none that I did not watch. I, you know. the, the shit that I used to watch as a kid is probably the most unwatchable stuff. There was one where it was this guy that just drove a really fast motorcycle and could not tell you the name of it. But other <laughs> network decided to do their version of Knight Rider. And his his thing was, but but as a kid, everybody like loved that film. That was one of those things that you watched, uh, as well as like the A Team or uh, anything like any any of that ilk. Uh, I tried watching Mask again. <laughs> a lot of a lot of cartoons do not hold up. If you're not familiar with Mask, it is very much, oh yeah. They're supposed to be making a uh, a movie out of that too because they're running out of ideas. On, I can see and, that. I mean, they're coming out with. A- uh, Transformer uh, Bumblebee story. Well, like, yeah, because they're, because Transformer films do great overseas, they could care less about what it does over here. So yeah, it's getting watered down though with Bumblebee. Like, oh, it's yeah. it's now getting watered down. Yes, Got it. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Now we're starting to lose Herman. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. So uh, we've decided the only film that keeps tag is the one that's out in theaters right now. So continue to watch it out in theaters. The other ones you do not get to keep your title. The Assassination Game. It's only a game and. The one that was from Japan is called Reality Check. I'm, I'm fine with Reality Check as opposed to be the better half. Herman, where can people find you? You can find me anywhere in Baton Rouge. tag you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we could play laser tag at quarters if you want to. Yeah. You buy. Um, you can find me around town doing... Has that uh, opened up? Like that was wasn't that like something an addition that they had to make? Like oh you no, know, it's open. We okay. uh, I played I played laser tag over there, but you know they got a new one coming over by the mall, of Louisiana. Oh really? Yeah, this one is gonna be uh, basically the, the guy who uh, who owned Quarters and who basically uh, founded it. Mm-hmm. He got the idea of Quarters from the place that's about to open up at the Mall of Louisiana because he oh. he played college ball. Uh, I want to say in Dallas, mm. and he was bored and he used to go. Over where the, where at the mall is? Is it gonna be in the mall? Or where is it where like AJ's Gray used to be at. That's what oh, they're doing. Oh, the they finally decided to fill that place with something. That oh, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, you have meals. They've been over there a while. They've been doing construction for the last four months. I just don't pay attention. I guess they're trying to get it open by uh, football season. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, you can find why why football? I don't know. <laughs> it's get busier. Yeah. No, know. no. It's, okay, it's, let's it's, say Christmas. Let's <laughs> say winter for Christmas shopping. Ho, all right, ho, ho. all right. <laughs> sure. It's the mall, man. Why else? Why would you go to the mall? I mean. The only way I go to the mall is to drop off my kids. You know, that's it. I don't go to the mall. Kids still like going to the mall? They don't, they don't know any better. Yeah, sure. They don't know any they better. They don't have arcades there anymore, except for that one place inside, like, uh, the electronics store. But uh. They got phones. They okay on their phones. So they just go into the mall to socialize. To shop and, all right, so, no, to socialize. They're going to socialize. All right, fine. Yes. So find Herman at places where kids go to. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. I don't like the way that's coming out right now. Well, he's got kids. That's just what <laughs> okay, happens. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Clean it up a little. Bit. Yeah, and and check out all of our other sister podcasts on the Red Stick label, Red Stick Podcast, as well as Dork, a show that neither of us have been on. Even though the guys stay in the same town with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for another There Can Be Only One podcast, my name is Robert Rao. Herman Omega Prime Davis. Good night, everybody. Those keys are going to uh, be the bane of my existence. <laughs> how, how dare you? If it's not the keys. How dare if you? If it's not the keys, it's the... It's my, my watch on my wrist, which I better go ahead and take off while I bump against the table. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like... you, just, you just want to make sure that your voice gets heard in any way whatsoever, don't you? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, what, what is that on your wall? I'm not, is that new? Yeah. 
picked it up when I was over in Austin. I just haven't been able to hang it up. Oh, okay. Is that supposed to be like Chinese checkers? It's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> it was it was under a hundred bucks, which is if you go to uncommon objects, is hard to do. Uh huh. You have to. That that's my goal. Is if I'm going to buy something at uncommon objects, it has to be under a hundred bucks. Well, and it's something that I, I wouldn't mind having on the wall. So there are things around here that I've gotten specifically from that place. Like I was, I've uh, hung up some stuff over there. The two guns that are right there, the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the Tripoli board. There's one in inside my uh, my my room over in here. Okay. But yeah, that's uh, there. There's plenty of stuff. You, I mean, you've been in it, you know. Yeah, I know, but I mean, please tell me that was under fifty dollars. I I, been, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, you know, it was at least under hundred. It was but... under a hundred. Okay, went, okay. Like, I'm willing. I'm willing to hang this up, and. And and there you go. Definitely. I mean, it catches it caught my eye right away. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know it's expensive. I'm not winning deals at this place <laughs> at all. I'm not, uh, and I don't even like uh, question whatever the amount is charged. Like, yes, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't even haggle. Who who haggles at a place like that? I can't do that. Yeah. All right, that's funny. 